Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. A new Gallup report says 60% of workers are emotionally detached at work and 19% is being miserable. Side note, it also sounds like a survey of my exes. Hey, boys and girls, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. This is your co-host, Joel, quietly quitting Cheeseman. And this is Chad. That was a bullshit call. So wash. On this week's show... Whole Foods says, get off my lawn. Incredible Health lives up to its name. And hi, Bob. More like, hi, unicorn. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about TextKernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> 
Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks, <laughs> Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. So, dude, when did baseball add that bullshit rule about a catcher with the ball in hand not being able to block the plate? I mean, baseball is already fucking boring enough as it is. Why do you take – why do you make that rule? That's fucking stupid. I don't know. I mean, we live in Indy where baseball is, you know, sort of a, a – I don't know. gets no attention. We have the the Reds who suck and the Cubs who suck. <laughs> and I can't be a White Sox fan, so I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up with baseball. It remind, but when we went back to Cleveland, I remembered how much I loved baseball and going to baseball games. It's kind of yeah. a shame that we live in a yeah. an area that doesn't have professional baseball. Yeah, we got we've got a a, a great little uh, little field though there, right? Oh, for sure. You know, we got a great AAA team, nice little field. But I can't name one player. I don't know if they're any good. <laughs> They're never on the news. So, yeah, we, yeah. if you want to go see a game, you can, but they're not going to be in the World Series. Nothing but Colts on the news now, baby. That's what it's all about. Oh, it's, yeah, full-on football season. I mean, we're, uh, what, three weeks away now? Oh, yeah, man. Watching preseason, I you know, obviously you get excited because it's football, and then you start watching preseason, and then you realize it's preseason, so mm-hmm. you only get to see, like, you know, a, a few plays of the guys who are actually going to be out on the field, but uh, pretty stoked about uh, Matt Ryan this year. Hopefully, you know, we'll get a a couple of seasons, good run out of him because I think, I think the team is, is pretty stout. Yeah. By the way, going to Cleveland reminded me of what a dumpster fire uh, the Browns are going to be. Oh my God. And shout out to the boys at, at Evergreen who have to work, you know, think about that shit on the daily, for God's sake. Well, dude, as soon, as soon as I said that, the news brief came over. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 11 game suspension, $5 million. That just came across my, my phone as I said that. So anyway. <laughs> Good timing. Enjoy. We'll, we'll, we'll see him at the end of the season when they're 0 and 11. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, now we we got a chance this week to go to Cleveland, aka the Mothership Evergreen Podcast yeah. Network, to meet with Michael and and the rest of the crew there. Good times. Went to a game, had some good grub. Uh, yeah, I enjoy going to Cleveland. Never thought growing up in Mansfield when I mean Cleveland was a fucking dumpster fire yeah. at one time that we would ever say that you know going to Cleveland would uh, looking forward to that and, yeah. and that, now I do even Julie said that which blew my mind I was pretty inebriated the second <laughs> night and I was like did she really say we should get a home in Cleveland like Sell the indie 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 abode and move uh, to to Northeast Ohio. I don't, that okay. just tells you how inebriated <laughs> she was. <laughs> By the way, you got to tell the Scotch story because this is this oh is this is funny. So we yeah. so we go to we go to Flannery's after uh-huh. uh, the game and they have a nice selection of uh, Irish scotch, et cetera. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm getting the gang a drink and Chad says, just get me whatever you're getting. Well, I get a nice little Lafrogue neat. So I get that for him. We sit down, you sniff it and you take it from there. I almost puked at the <laughs> smell of a, there was so much smoke. I, I swear the fire department almost fucking came. It was, <laughs> It was like chewing on fucking cow shit that was, you know, smoked in the, which I mean, peat, which is pretty much what yeah. it is anyway. But yeah, that was, I can't believe I fit. That's how drunk I was. I finished that drink. I woke up in the morning and I was like, why did you do that? You fucking idiot. You should have just handed it to Joel and went and got a real 
drink. That was fucking oh, horrible. Shit. Like you smoked an old catcher's mitt when you woke oh, up. In the it was so fucking horrible. I think when I when I breathe out in the morning, I could actually see smoke coming out of my my oh, nostrils. It was yeah. bad. You either love it or hate it. I love oh, it. So fucking hate more that for shit. me if you oh, hate it. more more God. for me. I Jeez. love it. But anyway, yeah. Shout out oh. to Cleveland. And we have some more shout outs, I guess, right? Like uh, Roy Maurer, one of the few signs of life at Sherm. Love that man. Roy Maurer uh, published uh, Glassdoor ordered to out some anonymous users that featured yours truly <laughs> quoting me saying people who work for international companies will probably refrain from posting on Glassdoor or have some trepidation. I don't even know what trepidation means, but shout out to Roy Maurer at Sherm. I love when Roy makes us look smart, especially you, because that's not an easy job. Not easy. Third, thanks to uh, Tiffany over at Work Human, she sent us some some swag boxes. That was that was pretty nice. I wear the hundred uh, percent human hat, but nobody believes it. <laughs> nobody believes it. Shout it's out, so lies. <laughs> Shout out to another 100% human, Amanda Gianelli. Okay. Uh, Monster.com has promoted Amanda to VP of Sales in Media Alliances. Now, you might think this is a shout out about the promotion, but Chad, you'd be wrong. The shout out goes to Amanda for being at Monster since 2006. Wow. wow. Has she, has she's seen some shit. Uh, most Man. notably, uh, a market cap of $8 billion dollars. In the good old days, to being sold to Ronstadt in 2016 for a meager $429 million. Shout out to Amanda Gianelli. Your threshold for pain is much greater than mine is. Yeah, I can I can only imagine the uh, the uh, bank account of her therapist at this point. Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to James Ellis. Oh, boy, sent us a T-shirt from the, the, the new gig at uh, Employer Brand Labs. That's his new thing. It, so I don't I don't quite get the the T-shirt. He might have to explain it to us. But it, it says on it specific and uh -huh. attractive and different and real. So I guess the attractive was me. The different was you. I don't know what the specific or real was, but the acronym is S-A-D-R, SADR. I, yep. I'm lost. A, a, not a more appropriate acronym for James Ellis could I think <laughs> of than SADR. So yes, yes. The, uh, it's a form-fitting shirt that makes me look sexy. I'm sure it makes you look <laughs> sexy as well, Chad. Yes. All right. Uh, shout out to Brian Wallach. Spelled W A L L A K E. I don't think it's Wallachie like Balaki, one of our I do favorite, like that, uh, Wallachie, yes. Key, key and Peel uh, skits. Anyway, <laughs> there's no crying in baseball, as we found out in Cleveland, but there is on LinkedIn. I'm betting a lot of our listeners know about the crying CEO. Uh, Braden Wallach, the CEO of Hypersocial, a marketing agency, recently posted a picture of himself crying on LinkedIn, sharing, quote, this will be the most vulnerable thing I've ever shared. I've gone back and forth whether to post this or not. We just had to lay off a few of our employees. I've seen a lot of layoffs over the last few weeks on LinkedIn. Most of those are due to the economy or whatever other reason. Ours, my fault, end quote. Out of touch, man of the people, sensitive ponytail guy, snowflake, or just plain cringy. I'll let our listeners decide, but shout out to the crying CEO, Braden Wallach. Yeah, we should buy the URL hyper shit bag and put his, his fucking picture on that. Shout out to another hyper shit bag. Uh, Jamie Diamond, CEO of JP Morgan, oh, is at 
it again. This time, Diamond likens remote work and Zoom as, quote unquote, management by Hollywood Squares. That's right, kids. The game show that started in 1965 with guests like Harvey Corman, Zsa Zsa Gabor, Vincent Price, (laughs) Sandy Duncan, Madam, and Joan Rivers, and hosted by Everybody Knows Pete Marshall. This old-timers reference is just another reason why Jamie Dimon should be put out to pasture as 99% of his employees have no fucking clue what Hollywood Squares even was. What did you do? Go to go to Wikipedia for Hollywood Squares and like copy and paste all their most famous uh, guests on the show? Or was that from memory? I didn't copy and paste, but I did pick out ones that at least I somewhat remembered, but I knew nobody else would. Remember how sexist that show was? <laughs> Dude, it was the 70s. Everything was sexist. It was. Uh, um, think about Family Feud where they where he kissed. He kissed every woman on that show, like on the lips. Remember that show? You're saying he should have kissed the men too. I mean, I'm saying like shit that went down in the 70s that that molded our being uh, is really fucked up, which explains explains a lot. Well, we'll get into more of that later. Richard Dawson. That that was Richard Dawson, right? (laughs) That was his name. Yeah, yeah, it was the Gong Show. Oh man. Anyway. Oh yeah, Chuck. Chuck. What's let's talk fantasy football before we go too much off the ledge with the '70s references. We're doing it again this year, man, and uh, we got uh, factory fix. The F F F F baby bankroll the whole thing. Yes, the fa 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 league this year. (laughs) Uh, We'll be we'll be promoting that very soon. Go to chatcheese.com, click the link, and sign up for your chance to play fantasy football with Chad and Cheese and Factory Fix. And, and knock Jason Putnam off the top of the fantasy football mountain, kids. That's what we're mm-hmm. going to be doing this year, at least trying to. Mm-hmm. And while we're talking about free Chad, we got to talk about the other things that people could win uh-huh. if they go to chadcheese.com and click the link. We got whiskey from Text Colonel. Not one bottle, Chad, but two. One my choice, one yours. We got. And, uh, and, and his is going to be shit, by the way. If, if he's picking drinks, just, just by history. <laughs> No, no, I, I I got a better win loss record than you do on that. I don't think so. No, I we got we got beer from uh, our friends at Aspen Tech Labs. Uh, t-shirts coming soon from our friends at JobGet. We're doing the polling now. It's hotly contested, uh, so pick your free shirt. Uh, we'll be posting that on the socials. We'll be emailing that out to uh, our listeners and, and subscribers. So make sure you vote on that. And also, kids, if you haven't given us a review on your platform of choice for podcast please take 15 seconds uh go and give us a review give us some stars it's our oxygen it's the only way we get better love it events kids all right all right we've got you've heard of it before hr tech september 13th through the 16th and where's that at that's gonna be in las vegas kids then right after that we go to inspire hr in nashville vegas to nashville it's ridiculous nash vegas and las vegas baby come on now hit me up Uh, october 5th through the 7th and then last but not least we are wrapping up the year in Paris. That's right. Unleash World in Paris, October 12th and 13th. For all of this information to register, get your asses out there, people. If you haven't been to a show, go to a fucking show. If you haven't been to Paris before, go to Paris. <laughs> go to chadcheese.com. Click on the events link, upper right-hand corner. All the information's there. Register. Nice. All right. Let's talk birthdays. Some fans Ooh. are celebrating another trip around the sun. Happy birthday! Candace Miller, Mark Dubell. <laughs> 
Brian Thompson, our, our friend at Rectex, speaking uh-huh. of Nashville, where we enjoyed some some hot Nashville chicken with our Canadian <laughs> friends. <laughs> Marley Huckabee, Peter Succi, <laughs> Kathy McPhillips uh, in Cleveland, actually. Jerry Crispin, holy shit, celebrating 75 years on the planet, and we're all better Ooh. for it. Stephen Fogarty, formerly Adidas and Twitter TA icon. He's now co-founder yep. of a restaurant called The Celery Ooh. in Portland, Oregon. Imagine that, oh, a, a that restaurant out. called The Celery in Portland. That's crazy. <laughs> and our friend Richard Cho, yes, who's at gym now, right? And we're yeah. uh, interviewing him pretty soon. Wow, excited yep. about that. A lot of birthdays. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy Have some Lafrogue on me while you're at <laughs> Don't it. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. HRIS. Hi, Bob. Has announced a $150 million Series D funding round. Wow. The round takes the Tel Aviv-based company to total funding of $424 million and a valuation of $2.45 billion. That's right. Unicorn alert, Chad. They last raised $150 million in a Series uh-huh. C last October. Hi Bob reported 370 new hires since the fourth quarter and expanded its New York and London offices while opening wow. up an office in Berlin, Deutschland. Whew. They have users in 166 countries. Chad, are you ready to say hi, Bob, or would buy Bob? be more appropriate <laughs> we talked about hi bob several times over the past two years and i believe we can say that we're both fans this type of this type of expansion though i mean this could be a, a amazing and will be one of the big success stories or depending on obviously the economy we could see a, a rocket ship fall back to earth and gravity just smash the shit out of it but what i want to address is falling valuations. We've been talking about bloated valuations for for years now, but we're seeing valuations drop in many other business sectors, but not as much in HR and TA. So you you might ask why? Well, you have to remember that HR and TA lag when it comes to adoption. And many of the automation-based platforms have been installed in other sectors for about a decade or so. Mm -hmm. So they're fighting to stay atop of the mountain while HR, they just discovered the fucking mountain, right? So this new traction in adoption is one of the major reasons why we're seeing valuations not plummeting, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the reasons why this is new for us. So we're starting to see that that rocket ship. So why are companies like Personio and HiBob getting so much traction, right? Because there there there's obviously a lot of HR and TA happening out there from a, from a platform and startup standpoint. Well, because they streamline and automate the shit that nobody wants to do. I mean, wait, instead of spending hours a month on a task uh, that takes only minutes and it really sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. I want to hear more about that. Not to mention scalability. Hiring companies are losing new hires during the onboarding process because humans don't scale well and systems do. So instead of tasking your recruiters with filling a position they've already filled just two weeks ago, Keep the new hire engaged and warm through automated systems and a system that allows the ability to ping them and their hiring managers, right? So we're, we're looking at a new era of tech in automation that is finally being adopted. I 
am a fan, but I'm skeptical. Uh, this should maybe be called high froth instead of high Bob because <laughs> this feels super frothy. You know, we've yeah. said it before. Businesses don't die because they take too little money. They die because they take too much money. Big time competition from old and new companies on this one. Uh, a need to grow into new markets. It feels a little like keeping up with the Joneses. Uh, you mentioned Personio, but they have competition mm-hmm. from Bamboo, Rippling, ADP, and a whole bunch of others. Um, they target mid-sized to small businesses, which is dangerous. Personio, which really focuses, uh, and we love that about them. Hi, Bob wants to be everybody's friend, so it's appropriate that he's named Hi, Bob. But growing into new markets is really, really tough. These numbers, valuations, and what they've raised seem a little out of bounds to me. It feels a little dangerous. Um, unlike uh, another unicorn that we'll be talking about on the show, I'm a little skeptical about uh, about Hi, Bob. I know it's a, a small uh, example, but uh, we mentioned Candace Miller in the birthday list. Candace was hired about a year ago to be, uh, I think, um, VP of lead generation or something. Uh, for Hi Bob, she lasted about a year there, um, which is always kind of a little bit of a red flag for me. Not that it speaks for the whole whole company, but I just I'm skeptical about Hi Bob based on their their plans to go global, the amount of competition that's come up, and and sort of like, hey, well, everyone else has a billion plus dollar valuation, we need that too, so let's go raise the money. I'm not sure that they're going to be better for it. Uh, time will tell. Uh, in general, I like them, but I think they may have bitten off more than they can chew with this round of investment. I mean, this is a gamble, man. I, mm-hmm. I agree 100%, right? You either took way too much fucking money uh, or you you did it to spawn hyper growth, which actually helped you invade the US, which is exactly, you know, what they what they wanted to do and they wanted to do well. Yeah, and you know, news came out this week around uh, you know, uh, quarterly reports from Recruit and ZipRecruiter, they all talked about a slowdown in sort of hiring and job postings. We had Apple uh, release a lot of contract recruiters. So, I mean, timing is a little bit weird for for a lot of these companies. We'll just we'll just have to see now. Whether I'm skeptical and high, Bob, uh, is irrelevant for our next company that we're going to talk about because <laughs> there's no skepticism um, on these guys. So uh, Incredible Health sounds a little bit like my uh, my doctor following my annual checkup. <laughs> Your colonoscopy? Yeah, yeah, my colonoscopy. Incredible Health <laughs> announced an $80 million uh, Series B funding round valuing the company at... billion. The San Francisco-based company provides a software platform that sources nurses on a permanent placement basis for hospitals. The company said it reduces the time to hire for permanent nurses to just 14 days. The company said more than 10,000 U.S. nurses join the site's platform every week. I'll say that again, 10,000 every week, and it now partners with 600 hospitals. Mm -hmm. New investors include a Workday co-CEO, an NBA player, Kaiser Permanente, and Johns Hopkins, in addition to the likes of Andreessen Horowitz. Sounds like a slam dunk, but they're not the only game in town. Chad, what are your thoughts on Incredible Health? Yeah, hiring in the healthcare sector is obviously ripe for disruption and talent, being nurses, want flexibility and options. So wrapping in free continuing education for nurses, that, that, that provides more sticky, right? They have a social network as well that, that provides more of the sticky and a feeling of the healthcare systems applying to you, the nurse, instead of the other way around. I believe 
Incredible Health has messaging right. Now, the model and the population they are serving, though, I would say they're missing the traveling nursing nurses segment with a huge shortfall in nursing talents. I'm not sure Incredible Incredible Health can miss a huge swath of nursing talent like that. So I really believe they're going to have to broaden up, especially with the 600 healthcare systems they added. Right. So, yes, it's it's great from a messaging standpoint and a sales standpoint. Now it's all about deliverable. Also, Incredible Health doesn't integrate into systems, meaning they want to be, they, they pretty much want to own the browser time and be the system of choice and record. In most sectors, that would be a big no-no. We're always talking about who do you integrate with? Who do you integrate with? But the bureaucracy and tight requirements to be allowed to integrate into a healthcare system, no matter what it is, is so onerous for a startup. Plus, the time it would take just to get the software approved and integrated would take years. Uh, and Incredible Health doesn't have that kind of time. So this shortens the funnel for implementation. So instead of taking years, nursing recruiters can start uh, immediately. So I, I believe Incredible Health will have to broaden its footprint, as I had said, but this is a great start. And it, the validation of having a Kaiser Permanente come in to provide funding is pretty awesome as well. Uh, I'll also add that their founder is a woman of color, which uh, mm. we should Love celebrate it. as well. And she's also Amen. a doctor. Imagine that, a doctor with a healthcare site in our space. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're five years old. You mentioned they got a lot of work to do, but they've, they've come a long way um, in just five, uh, five years. In 2021, revenue grew 500%. Um, I'll say it again, 10,000 US nurses are joining every week. Uh, I mentioned 600 hospitals. That's up from 200 just a year ago. They've apparently reduced the average time to hire uh, from 14 uh, to 14 days from an industry standard of 82 days. And they say that they save each hospital location at least $2 million annually in travel nurse overtime and HR costs. Uh, the U.S. is on track, let alone the rest of the world, uh, to be 1 million nurses short by the end of 2023, mm -hmm. while 77 million baby boomers in the U.S. are not getting any younger, which tells me there are going to be a <laughs> lot of nurses looking yes. for a bigger, better deal. And 10000 a week says Incredible Health may just have the secret sauce. I just hope they have the bank account to handle all the cheddar that's coming their way. I'm sure your buddy, your buddy Jamie Diamond would be happy to service that account. Speaking of accounts and servicing, let's take a quick break and pay some bills and talk about another startup with money. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. 
So one of your your favorite things, uh, a number in a name in a URL. <laughs> yeah. And there yes. are two numbers. There are two numbers. There are numbers and then there are actually, you know, 15, the number 15 and then five. I don't have a problem with this. I think it's fairly simple for anybody who understands the English English language. But 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 you are you're not a big fan. Not a big fan of that strategy for URLs. Uh, thankfully, uh-huh. they don't have a hyphen between 15 and 5. And I, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if I go actually type in the word 15and5.com if it redirects to them or if I put in 15 and the number 5. Hopefully, they've covered all the bases on what their names could be. But yeah, this this as a URL, I don't like it. But as a company, um, I kind of do. So the, the news out this week, uh, San Francisco-based 15.5. Again, that's the number 15 and the word 5.com. It does redirect, by the way. Oh, it does. Okay, good. Thanks, Chad, for doing that research uh, while I'm reading the summary. The company <laughs> uh, pioneered con- continuous performance management. Uh, it's raised this week $52 million uh, to accelerate growth and continued innovation. Their last raise was a B round of $30.7 million. That was in 2019. This brings total funding to $94.1 million. Uh, they got their name, Chad, from the original idea that it would take employees about 15 minutes to fill out a feedback form and just five minutes for supervisors or business owners to review their employees' responses. Customers include the likes of Spotify, Credit Karma, and HubSpot, founded way back in 2011. Wow. Fifteen uh, five employs about 350 people. That's according to LinkedIn. Chad, give us your thoughts on fifteen five aside from the name and the domain. <laughs> well, I love the the new talent management platforms that are coming out because we're getting new, more dynamic information, analytics, and, and those types of things where we can make decisions faster. The problem I have with talent management platforms is that they are not messaging to the real problem. The real problem is helping HR and TA create a better narrative around business performance, not retention. Don't get me wrong, retention is huge, but that's not where the story ends. And the C-suite needs to understand just how people leaving the company affects the bottom line. So when a customer service rep leaves, how does that affect service call times? Do customers have to wait? And and, and does the uh, the quality go down? How does that reflect on client attrition? HR needs to solve business problems to gain more budget and resources. Then in turn, it leads to better retention, yada, 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 right? So if we're speaking the business speak, then we'll get what we want. But the thing is, none of these platforms are really focused on helping HR turn that narrative into to business speak. When HR can make the business case, they receive more budget. When HR receives more budget, yeah, they, they spend it. And that's exactly what platforms like 15.5 want and need. So that type of not really not really pivot, but that kind of re retrajectory of a narrative and helping their clients get to where they need to, which is to the the big kids table instead of the little kids table. That's something that I think we need to do. And if companies like 15.5 want to survive, they have to stop the basic bitch talent management narrative. So this one's pretty nostalgic for me. Uh, It was around the time when Intello launched. Uh, It was about the time when Text Recruit launched. It was one of those sort Mm -hmm. of simple ideas that you you went, why didn't I fucking think of that? That's pretty pretty (laughs) clever. 
Well, they're, they're still around. Uh, they spent 10 years growing organically and have really just started raising serious money in light of you know work from home. I'm sure in 2019, they saw the writing on the wall where the world was going. A greater need for companies to engage their employees digitally versus face-to-face because, well, we're working from home now. There's also greater demand for retention tools, like you mentioned, whether it's a, a good one or not, I think it, it, it is. Uh, and a generation that demands constant contact. Thank you, millennials and Generation Z. Um, <laughs> in many ways, the world has come to them in the last 10 years. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very bullish on the trend of employee engagement and, and companies. We talked to Confirm this week who will, will be will be dropping up firing squad with them uh real soon but the the whole idea of like new ways to engage employees to increase retention uh i'm really bullish on the trend and and i don't know i'm i i have to be bullish on the company that sort of pioneered the idea of of doing that in a really simple quick way they've obviously evolved from the basic idea of hey get employees to spend 15 minutes uh for for bosses and and business owners to spend five minutes to see what the hell their employees are thinking and and what they're doing. So uh, way ahead of the curve, uh, the the industry has come to them. They've got a great brand. They're really entrenched in uh, technology. I mean, San Francisco, I, I assume they have every company, tech company using them or at least knowing about them. So uh, congrats to them for raising the money. I think that they've done a great job over the last couple, uh, 10 years and will continue to do so. They're going to get a lot more competition Mm-hmm. Um, which we've we've talked about and talked to, uh, but I think they're going to come out just fine and be one of the leaders in this, and and more than likely be an acquisition target in the next five years. Yeah, talent management is getting bigger and bigger by the day as we start to understand the actual you know cost to business. Uh, right. So yeah, I, I think there's an opportunity here. Again, any company in the talent management side of the house, if they can tie it to bottom line, you're going to get more money. You're going to get that. You're going to get that dollar faster. And that just means, guess what? You go to super unicorn before you know it. Super unicorn. That's another chance to play my favorite sound bite. All right, Chad, from Jamie Dimon at the top of the show to maybe one of your new boys, John Mm -hmm. Mackey. Let's talk about Whole Foods. So this is from Insider. Uh, The CEO of Whole Foods says, younger people have to earn the right to do meaningful work. Gen Z disagrees. Whole Foods CEO John Mackey, who is 68 years old, by the way, recently said younger people, quote, don't seem like they want to work, end quote, partly because they want meaningful jobs. He added, quote, you can't expect to start with meaningful work. You're going to have to earn it, end quote. But younger workers aren't just being more selective with their jobs because they want their work to have an impact. They're also demanding the pay be equitable. Okay, Chad, once again, Gen X gets to sit on the sidelines and watch the world burn <laughs> between boomers and deutes. Who you got? Well, at least this asshole didn't reference the Hollywood squares. Let's break this down uh, about really what's happening here. You ready? You ready for this? Break it down, baby. Break it down. Boomers are a product of the greatest generation, and they would never live up to their parents, quote unquote, I worked in the field from sunup to sundown for a nickel a week story. So boomers always had a chip on their shoulder. And then Xers, like us, we had to grow up being parented by those who were still 
striving to live up to the greatest generation and never could, which is why Xers became rebels and kind of like, fuck all of you guys. Millennials started looking for purpose. And then Zs, they're saying, hey, if you can't give me purpose, they're taking it a step further. If you can't give me purpose and a living wage, well, then you can fuck off. I'll just live in with mom and dad a little bit longer. Guys like John Mackey do not know how to manage that. They, they don't know how to manage something where they give a iron fist and somebody just doesn't do exactly what they said, right? They haven't evolved. And he, along with the Jamie Diamonds of the world, need to be put out to pasture. And let's be clear, boomers, you bought your first house for $17,000. That new shiny car that you bought was $3,500. And the average college debt in 1970 was less than four grand. Boomers, you had a great run. But if you're not going to realize that things have changed since 1970, you need to get the fuck out of the way. Remember when we talked a few weeks ago about job.com and how your brand is what others say about you, not what you say about yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, digital staffing agency still isn't anywhere on job.com's homepage. Anyway, <laughs> side note, the same goes for employees. It's not what the CEO says workers should want. It's what workers actually want. Mm -hmm. Mackey, Mackey is projecting his experience 50 years ago and thinking it applies to people today. Sorry to break the news, but it doesn't. Uh, and like it or not, employee employers have to adapt. Uh, hoping things go back to the way they were is not a strategy. Um, I was actually surprised a hippy-dippy company like Whole Foods was saying <laughs> such things. Then I remembered they were owned by Amazon, uh, and that kind of set me straight. Personally, I think he's probably right, but he doesn't have to sell me he has to sell the people who work for Whole Foods, and those apparently are Gen Zs who feel much differently than I do. Get with yeah. the times, Whole Foods and CEO John Mackey. Well, and then also the article from CNBC, uh, job happiness is at a staggering all-time low. Mm-hmm. And in the article, it says this is not just an HR issue, but a bottom line one as well. Yeah, no shit. There are two very important messages here, kids. Number one, we can't lead and work like we used to. Number two, HR needs to take this, this quote, is not an HR issue, but a bottom line issue and run with it. Our HR leaders must be more business savvy and stop talking about cost per hire, retention, and other shit, unless it actually ties to cost, to performance, to bottom line. That's all that matters. How can an empty position perform? It can't, right? And that's one of the things that you need to be talking about. That empty position can't perform. So what is the cost of all of those empty positions to our bottom line? What additional budget do we need to ensure that we can rectify that issue? We need to have those discussions and we need to be leaders as opposed to just following around and getting in the fetal position in the corner and hoping that the C-suite throws some scraps our way. Amazon did not get your memo, Chad. Amazon did not <laughs> get did your not. memo. So, so let's not. take a second. Let's send Jeff Bezos a fax and let him know. And uh, when we get back, <laughs> we'll talk about the gift that keeps on giving. I'll page him. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? 
there's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad. Like I said, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> WeWork's Adam Newman, no longer at WeWork, but founder of the company. If you haven't watched or listened to We Crash, by the way, uh, I highly recommend both of those. Do it. Anyway, Newman secured this week $350 million in funding, thanks Andreessen Horowitz, for his new real estate company, Flow. There's no real product yet. So let's call this a $350 million idea. Flo's website does not give much information about the company, only saying it is scheduled to debut sometime in 2023. We do know that uh, it deals with residential real estate. And according to court documents compiled by the Wall Street Journal, Mm -hmm. Newman has acquired majority stakes in over 4,000 apartments in places like Miami, Nashville, and Fort Lauderdale. These properties are valued at more than $1 billion, according to the Wall Street Journal. Chad, stop me if you've heard this one before. How is this going to play out? Well, this is very simple. We already have writers uh, waiting to be able to do We Crashed Again. Uh, The guy's a carnival barker. He's selling elixir. And he made millions off his last disaster. Why would anybody ever back this guy? It's just like um, the CEO from Rippling. He crashed his last company, right? Stupidity. Crashed the last company. Why are you going to believe in a guy who doesn't even have a product yet? He has an idea. He sold plenty of people on the idea of WeWork before, and he left with millions and millions and millions of dollars while the company crashed before a real CEO got in there to, to start managing it. This to me, just demonstrates, first and foremost, the, the, the inequity within our system. We have so many great black and female and individuals of color founders that are out there who are struggling just to get fucking funding. And you get a guy who's, who is a good looking guy. We work Jesus and he has notoriety, but I don't know how you can trust him. Just when you thought he'd be spokesperson for Chick-fil-A, Chad, (laughs) he went this way. One word, one word, Svengali. Oxford defines Svengali as, quote, a person who exercises a controlling or mesmeric influence on another, end quote. Andreessen said, quote, Adam returns to the theme of connecting people through transforming their physical spaces and building communities where people spend the most time their homes and quote, replace people with companies. And this looks like we work 2.0. There are people who have a natural ability to raise emotion and crush logic in the process. Our own industry has rippling like you mentioned, but also Jason <laughs> Goldberg. Oh God. Yes. These guys get millions for a handful yeah. of failed companies. 
one of which in Goldberg's case, fab.com was a huge flame out and they have an ability to convince people to open their wallets and write checks. It's sort of like awe inspiring and yet confusing and depressing. And Newman is a master of this much like the Cleveland Brown season, Chad, I do not expect (laughs) this to end. Well, we out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast, the chat, the cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.